1: so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30,
2: 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a
1: month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Do you know what's a real, like, Treat that for some reason it's not one of the big hitters in the soft drink game, but actually it's Uh, massively underrated. Cream soda. No.
2: Oh. Whatever you whatever you say is not going to be as good.
0: Orangina. I thought you were going to give give me
2: a Tango flavour then. No. Icy lemon. No. Fruit twist. That's Fanta.
0: Those Fanta flavours are too sweet. They're like a liquid sweet or Um, liquid candy.
2: The the best thing on the internet. Yeah is the Fanta Wikipedia page because there is there is the most comprehensive list of which flavours are available in which countries and they will blow your mind Okay. I haven't got a phone or laptop anywhere near me because I'm a professional broadcaster free from distraction all I've got is my ideas and a microphone but in the little bit at the end of this show I reckon we're going to dedicate 15 to 20 minutes to the the Fanta Wikipedia page so stay tuned Hello ladies and gentlemen And welcome to the Dream Factory The world's greatest user generated movie creation podcast The rules are simple We can discuss as many ideas as we like But only one can be taken to the next stage Where it will be used as a scapegoat by Southern Rail For their continuing delays Despite there being no snow left on the ground I'm Joel, a man who puts the peng in Penge West, and across from me is John Harris, a man whose short film Beget Me Not was nominated for four Oscars on Sunday night but didn't win a single gong. Robbed. Robbed. Can you give us a... For the very, very, very small amount of us that haven't seen Beget Me Not, can you give us a brief synopsis? Don't, no spoilers, obviously, but just a, what, what's kind of the, the basic plotline of uh, Beget Me Not?
0: So it's told from the point of view of a baguette, A baguette? Yep. yeah. <laughs> that is... So at the end of the day... This uh, boulanger, he no. goes to throw out what remains of the bread. Nice. So it's mostly from the point of view of a baguette in a bin.
2: A baguette in a bin, nice. Yeah, nice, nice.
0: But at the end, it gets mauled by some by a shrew, so it's a oh, happy ending.
2: It's a good ending, it's a great ending, thank you very much. And hopefully we will be back next year with some sort of a patisserie-themed short Oh, absolutely. And justice will be served.
0: Yeah, it's part of a trilogy of uh, Boulanger-themed...
2: Have you got the name for the other two yet? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yes, great stuff. Uh, John. Hello. We're here to pitch film ideas. Yeah. Uh, pitch me a film idea.
0: What about this one from Poppy? Job interview with a vampire.
2: That's very good. That's very <laughs> yeah. good. Interview with a vampire, I don't actually think I've seen it. Okay. In well, my head, it yeah. gets really mixed up with the film Meet Joe Black.
0: Why? What's with oh, so Joe
2: Black? It, it's another film where people it, from the nineties where Brad Pitt wears a tuxedo.
0: Okay, but so it's confusing. <laughs>
2: yeah, but he's not a vampire, right? I don't know. Joe <laughs> Black's a good name for a vampire.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess. So, interview of a vampire. It's the life story of a vampire told by a vampire. A vampire. I believe. Who's the I, I saw it when I was. I saw it when I was a wee. In probably young? shouldn't have.
2: Let's say eleven. Is that too young? Has it? Has it had any lasting effect on you? No, Okay, no, fine. clearly fine. not because I don't remember fine. what happened. Fine. Absolutely fine.
0: When I saw this, my thought was: it's not the vampire doing the interview; it's the vampire <laughs> being interviewed for a job.
2: Okay, nice. So is the vampire trying to get on the straight and narrow?
0: Maybe. And I like the idea of him doing a Google Hangout interview Good. group yeah, interview very stage. Nice, very nice. Have you ever done a group interview? Yeah, yeah. Have you? Awful. Kind of. My oh.
2: mine was only for a, a retake, like a job in Currys when I was sixteen. And I'll be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, but you treated
0: it like you were going for the presidency,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, full suit and tie. I was in there, yeah, eyeballing everyone. Yeah, Real, like, you know the um, the Scientology power moves, like the big handshake, and that. I was doing all of that to all of the other candidates.
0: You're, like, getting dirt on them with a the lunch break, ready to <laughs> come back and really just kill them all. But I got the job, so
2: there we go <laughs> It was 18 happy months selling telly and insurance to the elderly
0: it was worth it for all the trauma that you caused to those other candidates you never,
2: you never saw hide or hair of them again in any of the shops in the medway towns <laughs> of course not they were too afraid <laughs> they were too afraid
0: yeah so a vampire doing a job into, what would it, we've got to be careful because he's not going to be a butcher or something that's going to really spark him up yeah spark him up is a phrase I've just made up and I quite
2: like it oh, yeah it's good <laughs> it is good um <laughs> They're going to ask, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" He's going to say, "Looking exactly the same as I do now. <laughs> Not much is going to have changed."
0: Sorry, this uh, this reference is from the 16th century. <laughs>
2: How did you? How do we get in touch with this person? <laughs> what would a vampire do? So, is it kind of like a Twilight situation where they're trying to interact with normal life?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we're yeah. focusing. I think we're focusing too much on his backstory, and I think it should just mostly about the, the hilarity that ensues from a vampire trying to get a normal job, okay? At, okay nice, like yeah. a Morrison's or something.
2: Yeah, good. I like that. So, uh, yeah, steering clear of the deadly aisle.
0: <laughs> just they just catch him in the back room, just gorging on like steaks, raw steaks <laughs> and stuff. Although that's once he's got the job, we're True, supposed yeah, to be focusing yeah. on the interview. There could be some fun stuff as well, where he he kills a few candidates in the job interview and they don't come back. Stuff like that.
2: Yeah, nice.
0: Uh, What about the LinkedIn profile of a vampire? That's what I need to know more about. (laughs)
2: What would you endorse a vampire for?
0: People skills? Have they got? Have they got people skills? No, 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 no. no, They're very,
2: very solitary, independent worker.
0: Do you ever sometimes I barely use LinkedIn. I'm not I'm I'm not a LinkedIn kind of I haven't updated
2: mine in about 5 years.
0: But I've def I've recently got emails where people have been like, James has endorsed you for Microsoft Office. And I think who's who's nowadays going, yeah, imagine imagine you did a job interview and you they they you didn't put Microsoft Office on your CV and you got to the job and they're like, so this is word and you're like, what? What, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this a spreadsheet? Um yeah, so that's job interview of a vampire.
2: Good, I enjoyed it. What have you got, Joe? Uh, this one's from Emma. It's a combination of two highly well-reviewed Oscar bait films, uh, Ladybird Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
2: So I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, literally a superhero who's a ladybird. Yeah, I don't really know what the ladybird's special powers are, apart from if they've got a weird amount of dots or they're not red, being maybe poisonous. Was that a story that went
0: around? Was that a rumour <laughs> that went around your childhood? Yeah, and there was a yellow one every so often, wasn't
2: there? And a, a sometimes a black one with red spots. Oh, yeah. That's Rogue. the sexiest ladybird. That's the, sexiest lady that's the villain.
0: Whatever. That's definitely, yeah,
2: whatever the villain, whatever, whatever the film turns out to be, <laughs> the villain will be a giant ladybird. So when I was a kid, I lived in fear of ladybirds that weren't red. It's, quite, it's basically like ladybird racism because you're t- I, I was convinced that all other forms of ladybird were poisonous. So, I, I bet nowhere on planet Earth has a ladybird ever been a cause of death for another for a human being. There's no way. I reckon it's probably the most harmless insect.
0: Don't the Americans call them ladybugs?
2: They do, yeah. yeah. And
0: so, what's that film called?
2: Why is it called Ladybird? Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Why does she know what that word is? I'm. Bro. Hang on.
0: Hmm. I was actually thinking the other day about what animals haven't been tapped for the Did you think about superhero. The ladybird? No, I didn't. And so hmm. I'm. Ac- I'm excited. But it does seem like there's the wasp and she is Evangeline Lily plays her and she can turn small and fly, which yeah. kind of is what I'd imagine the ladybird's powers are.
2: Yeah, of. wasps are more threatening, aren't they?
0: Yeah. The ladybird, there's a lot of insects that probably haven't been done because of the fact the
2: that... The boring woodlouse. You, wood-louse. <laughs> the moth. <muff. laughs> Actually, woodlouse would be pretty good. The woodlouse. Roll himself rolling. on sort of-
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: but they're more likely to call themselves the armadillo, because that's a cooler name mm. and a better shell.
0: Yeah. I don't think we got enough out of the uh, fact that in England we call them ladybirds, in America they call them ladybugs. That film, by the by, because that's confused me slightly. Yeah. But also, that's one of the few times that I'm going to be like, fair play, America, You're, you've gone with a more accurate description of yeah, what's happening. Yeah, that's
2: fair, that is fair.
0: Why are they gendered, though? I assume they're not gendered.
2: They're just... They're only female ones. Have you never met a um, man bird? <laughs> a man bug? that um, yeah, is a good point a manly bug
0: a manly, a manly bird a manly bird um, I'm just thinking of an actual bird with like big arms and abs don't think about that because ultimately that's, that's what society has decided that to be manly you have to have abs so for yeah. this bird to so be so manly so neither
2: us are manly no nothing like it no Um. back, back to woodlife sorry <laughs> um, what did you call them as a kid, pea bug? Because there's some people that call them like cheesy bugs, and I've never understood. What? Yeah, have you never heard this? No, cheesy. bug. Yeah, the cheesy bug. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Found- I don't know what the origin. Because like it is. a
0: maggot, you could imagine calling a cheesy bug because that's like a thing that happens in cheese sometimes.
2: Yeah, that's very true. No, have you never heard? Do you call it a pea bug? No, you just called it. You probably called it the fucking Latin for whatever it was. <laughs> I just called it a woodlouse, mate. Oh, pea bug tweet us tweet us what did you call wood lice as kids um one when we're, we're clearly overlooking here john yeah we're talking about creatures that haven't been turned into a hero or villain yeah the earwig the most terrifying looking bug and you know they always say they always say not a single deadly animal in the uk <laughs> but i was again told as a child i don't know who was telling me like uh, like these old wives tales but they would burrow into your skull and eat your brain
0: is that why they're an
2: earwig yeah sit get on the ear. top
0: of your ear for a bit
2: no, they go into the ear.
0: No, but to be oh, the wig, like a just wig. for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. A disguise.
2: you think, oh, she's a bit of my hair with pincers. <laughs> it's
0: that wig I've got. And then my... when you're
2: asleep, she creeps into the ear, eats your brain. <laughs> eats your brain.
0: They were a real genuine threat as a child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know
2: what I mean, though? They yeah, were. the 90s, the ni- you know, it was, uh, before 9-11, the earwig was the scariest thing facing modern society.
0: <laughs> the 90s was mad cow disease.
2: Foot and mouth disease. Foot and mouth. <laughs> Earwigs. Yeah, earwigs. The rise and rise of the earwig. It was mostly uh, large field-based animals and earwigs. Mostly earwigs. And there must have been some sort of government operation to get rid of the earwig, because I've not seen one in a long time. When was the last time you saw an earwig? Let us know.
0: It's a cover-up, and at some point in the future, as some sort of way to curtail the population, they'll reintroduce earwigs into the
2: populace. Terrifying. Just kill us all. Maybe Theresa May has a collection of earwigs. Don't tell anyone.
0: Right, so, Lady Bird versus the <laughs> oh, Earwig. Yeah, Lady B- nice, there you go. Yeah, I'll take it.
2: Perfect. Give us another film.
0: Before I say this one, Joel, yep. I've got a caveat that this, That I feel like politically we might be on uh, dangerous dangerous tides here, but please remember that this is a statement purely for the facilitation of a pun.
2: Is it Idiot Mean Girls? <laughs>
0: No, but I like it. Jamie has come up with this tastelessly named school-based action movie, Class Warfare.
2: Good. That's good. That's good. I mean, if they can literally call a thing at the start of Fast and Furious, the race war, then all bets are off. What? There's a bit at the start of one of the Fast and Furious films where they race cars around.
0: Are they calling it the race It's war? called the race war. Fucking
2: hell. <laughs> all right, Class Warfare it is. Yeah, Class Warfare. Is, that's pretty tame.
0: Yeah. And I just imagine that it's like, it's a bit like Recess. Right? That's the, that's the level we're going at.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, Kids nice. versus teachers? Nice.
0: Yeah, good. Told, maybe it's told from the point of view of kids, and they're locked into the school, and they realise that the, all the teachers are evil, demon headmaster vibe, but it's a kind of fun knockabout, food fight, yeah. rulers and rubbers kind of warfare. Nice. I mean, that's it, really, isn't it? I don't think there's much more we can do with that.
2: No, not really. Did your school have any rival schools that ever um, yeah. ever erupted into like a fight?
0: Mm, no we we're all too pathetic but one i remember one time it like we were all in a park and it nearly kicked off but i mean i probably had already left by the time it nearly kicked off
2: yeah you, i you, smelled it some sort of some sort of trouble and you thought oh, i probably head off home
0: i saw one kid glance at another kid and i yeah, thought
2: ah, that's me i'm done <laughs> i'm out too threatened a glance yeah no, thanks
0: i think he had an earwig in his pocket and everything so.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, uh yeah. don't joke about that um <laughs> We had we had a rival school. Okay. And there was some sort of of Can we sort have the of names thing. of the schools, please? Do you want the names of the yeah. schools? Right. There was uh, the Math School, which is the school I went to. The Math School? Yeah, that's what it was called.
0: Did it specialise in maths?
2: Well, yeah, when it was opened in, like, the 1700s. It,
0: Amazing.
2: The full title is the Sir Joseph Williamson's Mathematical School. Yes, please. Yeah. It's a grammar school in Kent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the rival school was the Thomas Aveling School. <sighs> Yeah, cool. fucking mate, fucking absolute ourselves. Anyway, but anyway, there was some sort of uh, moped theft. I can't remember who stole the moped from who. Yeah, yeah, it was, but it was a big deal. Yeah, it was a serious deal. Mm. Um, and I would, no joke, I would say that on one day after school, about two hundred Thomas Abling students came to the school. Whoa, like ready to fight every people from my school they could see. It was mad, and they like stormed the gates. And my design technology teacher closed the gate on about fifty kids. As, have you ever seen. Are you a Game of Thrones fan? No. Okay, for a Game of Thrones fan listening, think Hodor holding mm. the door. It was like that. And he was like getting punched as he was shutting the gate. It was crazy. That's well, the kind of class warfare I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. A guy okay. I was walking home with just got lamped and he fell on the floor. What? It was great. Someone okay, hit him yeah. with a lamp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. That's class warfare. Yeah. Oh,
2: mate. Honestly, I'm just feeling a little nostalgic now for school. It's great. They were like climbing on buses. Amazing. One oh. day. It was a great day. Being a
0: teenager was weird. It was Wouldn't weird. Wouldn't do it again.
2: <laughs> would you not do it again? I would no, actually I, I would
0: do it just to be a bit better.
2: Yeah, no, I'd I mean. make some impro- I'd make some pretty yeah, stark yeah. improvements. Yeah. Anyway, let's not focus too much on that.
1: You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and
0: disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and
1: grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Uh, Would you like another film idea? Mm Mm-hmm. The Phantom Menace thread. Yeah. Good. There's a tailor on Tatooine.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen Phantom Fred.
2: No, neither have I. Cool. Fine. He's a fashion designer.
0: Yeah. Apparently there's an amazing sequence where he orders breakfast. That's what I know.
2: Yeah. It's breakfast and dress themed. Yeah. <laughs> what's the phantom Menace <laughs> missing? Breakfast. <laughs> Not enough breakfast to chat. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. What's Pad what's Padme having for her uh a breakfast, do you think?
0: I don't know what would, what, it's probably like I think I've said this before but mostly blue milk based stuff that's all we know about the nutrition of the people in the milk. Star Wars world is it has a lot of blue they milk they have yeah. milk but it's blue anyway so the Phantom Menace thread Yeah. Jedi's need better robes because they keep getting caught indoors
2: perfect that's great
0: <laughs> so they hire Daniel Day-Lewis uh,
2: Daniel Day-Lewis in a Star Wars film what would he do to method that to method sci-fi uh, he'd probably just go to space wouldn't he <laughs> yeah he'd probably chat to Elon Musk Come on mate send me to space
0: he's actually in that in that Tesla heading to Mars <laughs> right imagine
2: now. that Daniel Day-Lewis is in the Tesla <laughs> for his next role which is going to be a mad space up for a film
0: because because he the says he's
2: man to method space
0: because <laughs> he said that he's given up acting but actually yeah, he's living on the moon just applied to do some method
2: Daniel right now you won't see him at you, that's why you didn't see him at the Oscars you think you saw him but mm. it was a it was a lookalike because right now, Daniel Deleuze is living on the moon. <laughs> he thinks no one's done it justice yet. He's like, Han Solo's walking around like he owns the place, but Harrison Ford had never been to space. He was yeah. a carpenter before that role. You know How does that prepare you for light-speed travel? Well, it simply doesn't, Joel. It
0: absolutely does not. So, the, remember in... It's actually it's happened in both rugby and football. They've gone from baggier... More cumbersome
2: clothing yep. to the nice. kind of like sleeve. You're thinking Jedi's in wetsuits, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've been thinking that for a while now. <laughs> so, Why do Jedi's wear such baggy clothing? It's ridiculous. They're doing flips and tricks and stuff. Exactly.
0: So, like they say in the, uh, like the Incredibles, no capes, but in this, it's just like robes.
2: Why would robes. you fight in it's a mad, robe? Absolutely madness. If you could pick anything to fight in, if you had, no. to, you had to go toe to toe with Darth Maul, talk me through your outfit, wetsuit,
0: budgie smugglers.
2: <laughs> just nothing else.
0: To distract him.
2: That, um, yeah, that would be uh, quite a sight. So you're, you're the speedo Jedi? <laughs> yeah. That's all you wear? <laughs> where, where, question for you, John. Where do you put your lightsaber?
0: Oh, it's got like a, maybe a don't utility want you belt that. on top of it.
2: All I'm right. not going
0: to put it in the front.
2: Well, that would be incredibly intimidating. It would. Wouldn't it? it? <laughs>
0: but, then, but then you take it out oh. to fight. <laughs> and they are like, oh. oh.
2: it's your <laughs> lightsaber. Is that a lightsaber in your pants?
0: Or are you just having to see me? Also, Speedo, maybe slightly too close to Greedo, but it does sound like it could be a, a Jedi name. Speedo? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so Qui-Gon Jinn, he's, uh, he's in a full wetsuit, so he's got... But yeah. Obi, he's gone for the budgie he's smugglers, gone, right? Sure, yeah,
2: so uh, that's even better when they go to the Gungan underworld. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect.
0: We are absolutely smashing Why this.
2: do they wear such cumbersome robes? <laughs> that's the biggest problem with Phantom Menace, because they're doing flips and tricks and... It's just ridiculous. It's
0: absolutely ridiculous.
2: Okay, so Daniel Day Lewis revolutionises Jedi attire. Yeah, and they defeat the Empire.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so Qui Gon doesn't even die at the end of the first film now.
2: Yeah, because he's sleek. Because he's so immobile. Yeah, yeah, he's so agile.
0: They they make mincemeat of Darth Maul in seconds. It's embarrassing. Because Darth
2: Maul's outfit's pretty skin tight. Uh,
0: no, he's also wearing black robes, isn't
2: he? They're not that roby though, because mm. he chucks off the robe, and then he's in that tighter. So what we haven't Vader's said, Vader's perfect if he wasn't wearing the cape. What per? What point does the cape serve? So what? What? Oh, what? Well, we like how weird would Darth Vader look capeless? He would look stupid. He looks so weird.
0: But the thing is, sorry, what we didn't say is because obviously, as you saw, he does take, he does whip off the robe. yep To reveal slightly sleeker clothing, mm-hmm. um, Daniel Day Lewis is a gun for hire. He works for both sides. Of yeah, the, that's yeah, the yeah, Rebel yeah, Alliance. yeah. So Or maybe he
2: used to work for the Empire and he left, mm. and now he makes clothes exclusively for the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, there we go. So, solved star wars what a great film idea finally
0: right w- would you like one from one more from me just quick please this one's from lem it's called slasher it's a horror film starring the guns and roses guitarist <laughs>
2: <laughs> good he's, is he the the villain or the the good guy
0: oh he's the uh the the come on imagine that silhouette that is a genuine because it's all it's slightly babadook-esque
2: he is really B- ba isn't he?
0: Yeah, and ima- and I could just imagine, you, you know, you're going to sleep. You turn off the light. That's quite scary. Coming in, echoing. Yeah, it is quite scary. Welcome yeah. to the jungle. That's the tagline. <laughs> Although, like loads of films have already
2: used. I yeah, think that, Jumanji used. Jumanji Two is called Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah.
0: No one's ever called the rock version of Jumanji. Jumanji Two i don't think anyone's ever done that have they it's just called jumanji welcome to the jungle it is yeah you called it jumanji too
2: too (laughs) manji. that's what i've been calling it
0: (laughs) this is like when i insisted on calling despicable me three despicable three despite their insistence on not calling
2: it that idiots mate absolute idiots so
0: that's that slasher there you go
2: it's good i like it
0: should we move on to ours does
2: it kill people with a guitar
0: yeah, that's it's a great weapon. It's called an axe, mate. It's called an axe. Uh, yeah, it's already called an axe. Death by axe. I mean, we're not going to spend too much time on this one because it's such a good idea. We're going to be taking that one to Hollywood, separate to this.
2: podcast. Does he melt people's faces off with his riffs? It writes itself. It's written itself. It's written, yeah. which is lucky because we couldn't write it. <laughs> um, right, should we do our own ideas? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's gonna go first? I'll go first. So we talked about vampires earlier on. Interview with a vampire. We did. Yeah. Transit Van Helsing.
0: a modern retelling
2: yeah a modern retelling a bloke or
0: or he's in the past and he's got a transit van (laughs) somehow (laughs) just somehow managed to get a transit van from the future
2: it's a plumber called Mick
0: oh yeah
2: he goes he gets made redundant yeah I'm riffing all of this by the way so
0: (laughs) I couldn't tell
2: stick with me he gets made redundant yeah Uh, the next day he gets a call saying there's a big contract job for him in uh, Romania. And he's like, interesting, okay. You know, um, most of my planning has been done in the Barkin and Dagenham areas up until now, but mm-hmm. I'm out of work. Got to send my kids to uni.
0: Yeah.
2: We're going to go to Romania for three months to do this big job. Can't afford the flight, drives there in his transit. <laughs> yeah. Transylvania.
0: How transit much of the film Romania. is him the, the journey?
2: There? <laughs> it'll just do the Indiana Jones style map, oh. red line, but the transit van.
0: <laughs> oh, and, Not like, real map, time.
2: And like madness, one step beyond us site we'll be playing. Yeah, 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 cool, cool. So he drives to Romania and he's only got to do the bloody plumbing at um, Dracula's house, which is called—I don't know—is
0: it—is that a thing? Has it got a name? I don't yeah. know.
2: His big mansion in Transylvania. Yeah, Romania. yeah, you know the one. We've all uh, seen it on top of a hill. Before you know it, he's running around Romania killing all the vampires.
0: Cool. So I am actually so this—I like it. Thanks. I'm mate. just trying to think of the plotting of this film. Yeah. So it's not actually Dracula who invited him to do the big job despite that's what he thinks
2: yeah it is dracula but
0: but why would he invite him to come kill him
2: because he doesn't know no because he's not he isn't van helsing to begin with he's just a plumber right and dracula can't get anyone in romania to do the plumbing
0: because they all know
2: he's a vampire because they all know he's a vampire so he he just looks for you know he looks in the phone book uh the essex phone book for a plumber yeah and he finds Mick's name
0: because they, he knows that the plumbers of Essex probably aren't tapped into the Romanian tapped news. in. Very good.
2: Um, <laughs> exactly. So he just gets him out there. So on a I, short-term contract to fi- fix the pipe.
0: So my thought would be that he gets called to do the plumbing there, and it's not by Dracula. It's right, by okay. his like long-lost cousin, who's also Van Helsing, who knows that he's like the prophecy to kill wow, Dracula. Nice, like and that. then he get continues going on killing the rest of all the vampires in romania great and that's the first film yeah. <laughs> but don't worry there's loads of countries in europe and there's a lot of vampires there's a lot of vampires for mick to so play. mick van helsing will be
2: transit van helsing
0: i really like it
2: thanks Mick. thanks
0: would you like mine yeah oh yeah so the other day i was thinking have you seen all the gnome films i'm sick of them gnomeo and juliet yeah later this year sherlock gnomes it's Two is too, too many. So, what I was yeah. thinking, Joel, we get them all sorted now so that they can stop making them.
2: Great. So, so Proactive. far.
0: Yeah, exactly. I like it. I like it. Gnome alone.
2: Good, good, Child good, good. Gnome
0: gets stuck in the house. Yep. Yeah. Gnome people break in. Gnome. Gnome hilarity <laughs> ensues, right?
2: Gnome would bound. Nice. Dog gnomes? <laughs> yeah. What's a
0: dog equivalent of a gnome? Dog gnomes, right. Tiny dogs, head home. It's also a pun on home. Don't worry, I've got one more that I'm really happy with. Mm-hmm. The gnomon. Right? So, woman gives birth to yeah. a gnome son of the devil.
2: Good. <laughs> the gnome devil. The gnome devil. Because they've got their own religion. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The gnomon. The gnomon. That's very good. Well done, mate.
0: Um, I, I really like the gnomon. I think that could be fun. Maybe she buy- Maybe she doesn't give birth to it. That's a bit silly. He buys. She buys a gnome. It looks fine. It's like an adorable child gnome. But then suspicious things start happening around her house. Shit. And then all the other gnomes die in her garden. <laughs> How would
2: you... I don't, like a, and there's like an exorcism of the gnome.
0: Joel, I'm going to be totally honest with you. Yeah. You're going to be really shocked to hear this. I haven't seen any of the other two gnome films. I mean, one's not even out. It's not like I'm <laughs> yeah, getting screeners. Well, I imagine
2: I imagine it's just the... Um, I don't think anyone's getting screeners. <laughs> I imagine it's just the, the the story of those things, but as told by gnomes.
0: Yeah. So, okay, fine. So are these existing in worlds where humans don't exist? That's, that's the thing that I need to know. Or is it a Toy so- Story it's scenario? It's Toy Story scenario, yeah. Cool, fine. So she wakes I, up... I mean, ne- I also haven't seen them. Yeah. Let's say it's Toy Story vibes. Yeah. So she wakes up the next... The, the lady wakes up the next day and all of the other gnomes in her garden have been smashed up and he's just stood in the middle. I like it. All still and evil. I like it. And then things start happening to her child, dog, co- goat.
2: Her coat? What happens to her coat? <laughs>
0: She gets a hole Oh no, there's a hole in it. There's a It's it such a nice coat. And she knows for a fact that there are no moths in the house. It's not a single moth because so, of all the moth
2: balls she has.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, so it can't be that.
2: It couldn't be a moth. No, no, no. Oh, that's so sad, isn't it? Her, At, her nice coat. And she's only worn it once. Oh, that's a shame.
0: And she definitely didn't snag it
2: anywhere, so she knows it wasn't... No, she was very careful not to snag it.
0: Because <laughs> it's her favourite fa- coat. It's her brand new
2: favourite coat. Winter coat as well. It's going to be a cold winter. <laughs> And there's already a hole. In there's it. already a great big hole in it. <laughs> and,
0: and that's when that's when the line is crossed and she knows it's the the gnome in the garden. Who yeah, did it. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Something about it. There's a
2: gnome shaped hole <laughs> with a little pointy hat. <laughs> so and a fishing rod.
0: It's like the perfect silhouette of Yeah, it. The perfect
2: silhouette of a gnome. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't even want to know how he made that hole. I, I just like the idea of it. Um and then, and then what's what's the twist at the end?
2: Dunno, have you seen the omen? Nope. Me neither.
0: Uh, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Credits. Oscar. Who's Oscar? <laughs>
2: He's
0: the guy who directed oh, the film. Cool. He's cre- really good.
2: Yeah, single-named.
0: He's <laughs> like the Amazing. Madonna of directing. The Madonna of directing.
2: Right, that brings us to the end of another episode of The Dream Factory, and what an episode it was, I'm sure you'll agree. Anyway, we know it's time to leave the studio, because there is a rat-tat-tat at the studio door. And we're not, it's not actually a recording we've got, we've actually booked the place for another hour. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's Vlad who's come here for an interview. So come on in, Vlad. <laughs> Vlad, when I promised you a stake in the company, this isn't <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> right, John?
0: Hello, mate. It's time,
2: it's time for a deep dive.
0: I mean, the, li- the listeners barely listened to the episode waiting for this bit.
2: Yeah, they don't care. They fast-forwarded, <laughs> I think, I imagine, <laughs> waiting to hear that end credits music. Um, John? Yes, mate. How many flavours of Fanta do you think there are worldwide? Think about how many there are in the UK. How many, fa- many flavours can you name?
0: Uh, I think there's four on the shelves in the UK, right? Mm, yeah, about Fruit four. Fruit Twist. Yeah. Ice. No, what's it called? The Lemony One. Obviously, there's Fanta, and there's a purple one, isn't there? Dark fruits. There's like yeah, a yeah, purple yeah. one. I think that's all we've got. Yeah. So, As what would
2: you say globally?
0: F- the problem is because you're asking me, you're putting me on the spot, and then it, you know that thing happens when you go, "Oh, look at this bargain I got!" And it, guess how much it cost? And they say fifty p. Yeah. Like, was nine ninety nine, you prick? Obviously, it wasn't fifty p. Uh, so, I'm going to try and be relatively conservative and say fifty.
2: There are over a hundred flavors of Fanta available worldwide amazing strap in so there is there is the there's the Fanta Wikipedia page which is fine right yeah it's a pretty decent page but it links to a page entitled international availability of Fanta here we go here's a project John you yeah. and I travel the world trying every flavour of Fanta
0: I don't even like Fanta that much but I'll, I'll...
2: How no, no you don't know that there's 96 <laughs> flavours you haven't tried
0: I've actually only tried uh, so yeah essentially I've tried 4% of so Fanta's output
2: there's 96 flavours you haven't tried including from Croatia the flavour madness
0: dead it I assume they endorse it.
2: So, there's literally no other information. You can't click through to what that flavour is. So, in Croatia, you can get orange, lemon, which was only made available in June 2010, shakata, and madness.
0: What's shakata?
2: don't know, mate. Can't tell you. Elderflower lemon. Sounds nice. Yeah.
0: Uh, Madness is... What's going on with madness? What is the maddest flavour of soft drink? (laughs) I don't know. how, How would you make a soft drink mad? (laughs) <laughs> it's just I j I don't think I can do it, Joel.
2: Any Croatians out there.
0: Yeah, please, please send, send us, us a, bottle a bottle of madness are yeah.
2: oh, what I would give. Mate, Japan the Japanese are perverts for Fanta.
0: Oh well they, are they also they are absolute connoisseurs of crazy flavours in everything.
2: Yeah, including uh funky lemon. Are you ready are you ready I'm just gonna I'm basically gonna give you a wrap quickly. Yeah, Hit yeah. Fire, like at the end of an episode list. of
0: Pokemon where they say all the names yeah. of Pokemon. Are you ready for the yeah.
2: Japanese flavours of Fanta Cassis Melon Fun Mix Club Lemon Honey Lemon Yuzu Melon Cream Grape Golden Grape Grapefruit Pineapple Orange Pine Fruit Peach Fruit Punch Sweetie Strawberry Cream Green Apple Apple Zero Cider Hip Hop Apple Mix Strawberry Tropical Punch Muscat Squash Punch Watermelon Clear Pineapple Golden Pineapple Green Muscat Clear Peach Lychee Funky Lemon Fruity Grapefruit White Peach Golden Apple Tropical Fruit Tangerine La France White Peach (laughs) Samomo White Strawberry Winter Apple Amino Cider Fruity Melon Sweet Grapefruit Vitamin C Smash Anzu (coughs) Kiwi Ultra Lemon Clear Apple R18 White Banana Party Mix Muscat and Apple Ishiko Cream Shawata Peach Fantastic Five Chili Tangerine Tropical Mango The Mystery Fruit Genius Energy <laughs> Snow Squash Momo Ume Nashi Moo Moo White Mellow Muscat Mellow La France Mellow Pineapple Mellow Lychee Mellow Astriola Mellow Mango Mellow Apple Now, bear all of that in mind Are you still listening? Bear all of that in mind That they retired Raspberry in 2006 <laughs> right ah, we can't <laughs> this is this is too much this is too much we've we really crossed the yeah. line with raspberry. around the same time they introduced ultra lemon <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> how lemony how lemon can that be
0: so yeah i was a big fan of ultra lemon uh la Le france obviously i'm intrigued <laughs> What's that, what does it taste like Also, I appreciate. Jeez. so right i kind of stopped listening after you said oh, melon mate. cream
2: amino <laughs> cider that's not a thing you want to drink, is
0: it? No. Also, I'm pretty sure early on you said fun mix, and then later on you said party mix.
2: Yeah. <laughs> What's hip hop flavour?
0: <laughs> but like, oh, uh, make sure you get fun mix, and then you come home with party mix, and they say,
2: no, I said, go back to the fun shop. Mix. Go back to the Fanta shop. But it's just too stressful. <laughs> they stopped raspberry 12 years ago.
0: I think, yeah, I, <laughs> I think I would. Uh, Imagine going to a Fanta shop with all those options. I think it would be like option paralysis and you'd, you'd stand there till the end of time, not knowing which
2: flavour to go for. Well, I want a campaign to have uh, a Fanta store next to the M&M shop.
0: What's one called? Vitamin Smash.
2: <laughs> vitamin C Smash. It doesn't have all <laughs> the vitamins in it. Just Vitamin C. Uh,
0: well, that, I mean, that's, Come on. All, that's all I wanted in life, Joe.
2: You don't want to have a little go on that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you uh, live in any of those countries where uh, rarefied brands of Fanta exist, please send them in. John will pay the postage and packaging. um, And we'll try them live on air.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media, then
1: you'll be the best listener.